Hey guys, welcome to episode 96 of A Wrestling Gal Podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J, as today I am joined by the greatest professional wrestling YouTuber of all time, Muscle Man Malcolm. Now let's chat. Hello, everybody. Today I am joined by the greatest professional wrestling YouTuber of all time, Muscle Man Malcolm. So, how are you doing today? Oh, I love that intro. I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. You know, it's been a long time coming. I'm excited to finally be chatting with you. Yeah, same here. Same here. Love all the stuff you do. Well, thank you. Now, I have a burning question to ask you, though. So I started watching your YouTube channel over three years ago, and actually, I believe the first video I remember seeing of yours was your Xavier Woods diss track. <laughs> so where do you stand with Xavier Woods as of today now? Uh, because I have a different Twitter account, he no longer has me blocked. But um, the one time I met Xavier, I, I think he recognized my face, maybe not from anywhere but i feel like he knew of the video somehow so i really don't know i, I guess i would have to interact with him again to kind of give you a better answer but i, I really don't know I, I hopefully we're on a good page i mean i like xavier he's a good guy but you know the video had to be made <laughs> now do you have any future plans in the rapping industry because that, that was a very cool diss track you had there uh you know <laughs> i mean like you know, on the side, maybe a little something, something, but mm -hmm. nah, nah. <laughs> I have the musical talent of like a bland Cheerio, so. <laughs> that's, that's funny, though. In your entire history of YouTube, though, what do you think has been the funnest video you've created? Ooh. Um, I did a, like a fake WWE 24 about meeting Rusev. That <laughs> was a lot of fun to film and edit, just because like it was just a bunch of like wacky stuff. Mm hmm. Besides that, like, I mean, some collabs I've done is usually, like, my favorite stuff, like, stuff like Indigo. She's really cool and always a cool person to collab with. Uh, X3, also hilarious. Mm -hmm. So probably when I collab with people, it's, like, the most fun I have because, like, I'm working with someone. But on my own, it'll probably be, like, a Rusev video because I love Rusev. Now, what video took the longest to film? Because I'm sure there was at least a couple videos that took you multiple tries or there's something went wrong. What video took you the longest to film? Uh, I've, I've done like a fake, not a fake, it was like a documentary on like Ron Simmons winning the WCW title, so okay. that took a minute like research, but besides that, I did like a whole documentary on Mr. Grimm, who's like an independent wrestler, yeah. on like, so I guess like going to all the shows with him and stuff, like I guess that technically took the longest because it was multiple days and uh, a lot of crazy stuff happened that I didn't also capture on camera, which it was pretty cool. <laughs> Now, you actually have over eight, like 850-something videos at the time of recording this. So can you kind of walk me through your creative process? How do you stay so up-to-date and creative in producing new, fun, and relevant content? Because I'm sure at one point you're like, what am I going to do now? So can you tell me more about your creative process? My creative process is do one thing, go on Twitter and see what people <laughs> talk about. And if they talk about it on Twitter, it'll most likely do well on YouTube. So... Like, basically, just whatever is really relevant. Like, I mean, I just keep up to date with wrestling because I just love wrestling. So, like, if it's relevant, just talk about it on the internet and people will, will enjoy it. There's nothing more to it for me than just, like, seeing what's relevant. If it's something that I'm also, like, super passionate about, like, if I thought The Miz was the best WWE champion ever, I, I'm going to make a 
a 20 minute video telling people why the Miz is the best WWE champion. Now, it's just stuff that I either I, mm-hmm. I like already am passionate about, yeah, or it's um, it's just relevant on Twitter. Now, what do you think is actually one of the biggest struggles of being a wrestling YouTuber? Give us a little more insight into that. There's definitely a ceiling, right? So, mm-hmm. like, the biggest wrestling channel that I can think of is like What Culture, and they have like yeah. a, a subscribers. So, when you look at that, like, compared to like gaming channels and stuff, there's like a, there's a big ceiling on like how far a wrestling channel will grow. Like, unless like you're uh, one of the lucky ones that happen to be like Grim or What Culture, etc. Mm-hmm. That get that point, and all props to them. They're all good people. Talk to a good amount of them. Um, there's definitely going to be a ceiling. So, like, it's it's, it's a niche community. Yeah, as much. Like, it, there's so much in wrestling that you, you would think it would be such a bigger, like, broad thing to talk about, but it really isn't when you look at, like, the top creators. Because, like, the top ones are talking about, like, maybe 500K and under, which is still a lot of people, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But compared to, like, you know, the KSIs and, like, I, I mean, I don't like them, but Jake Paul and people like that. Yeah. They're, they're, like, 20 million, 40 million subscribers. Like, it's definitely a ceiling. But besides that, it's just make sure what you talk about is definitely relevant in the moment because it's like any other sport channel like if it's not relevant a lot of people don't tend to care unless it's controversial i mean that's true but looking on the brighter side now what is what is your favorite aspect of being a wrestling youtuber i mean you're at 18k plus subscribers which is fantastic by the way that's like really really you should be really proud of that but what's your favorite aspect of being a wrestling youtuber um i guess it's like a typical answer i guess i guess like meeting people like out that mm-hmm. watch really cool because like who would ever think like i'm just a normal dude that's talking about wrestling on the internet and then like here's some kid which happens to me before at an mcw show brings me like his raw tag team titles like can you sign this i'm like you realize like other fake people sign this right like whatever i touch with this piece of like sharpie is going to absolutely ruin like you have this signed by wwe guys why am i on mm-hmm. this that's that's crazy but i mean like meeting people is definitely the coolest thing i mean like Outside of that, I mean, I just get to talk about what I already love and, I mean, get some little bit of clout off it, then a lot, some more famous people get to recognize you, then you get to mm-hmm. uh, the point where I've done, like, interviews like I know you do, so many yeah. of them, with, like, you know, popular people in the industry. So I was able to get connections with the NWA to interview Nick Aldis more yeah. than once, which is, like, insane because I all I did was make a video and then someone saw it. And I was like, wow, that's, that's wild. So I guess, like, getting noticed by, like, people that watch you that you watch is is like the craziest thing in the world do you ever kind of feel a pressure because i know with the youtube community at least certain um what's it called i guess niches or genres of youtube a lot of people feel like they have to put on like this character or like fake like on-screen face do you ever feel a pressure to have like a not a fake wrestling person like fake on-screen personality but like yeah i guess a fake one do you ever feel a pressure to have like a different on-screen personality that's not as natural as you should be uh i mean for me i'm honestly just myself okay. which is just like, i mean like everyone's turned up a little bit when you're on camera because yeah. like it's just like the adrenaline rush but i definitely see like i know there's a lot of people that have like these like personalities and stuff and like, it's cool and stuff to have, but eventually, like, you want to evolve yourself. And the only way to evolve yourself is to either be yourself or be someone different. And mm-hmm. I find it so much easier to be yourself. And then whatever happens in your life, make that, like, the gimmick around you. Like, for, like, a little bit of time, I made Special K Protein, like, one of my main things I would talk about. Yeah. Just because I a lot during the summer. So it's just, like, if it's just something that's going on in your life, if you can turn that into something funny or something entertaining... I don't really see a point of, like, having a fake personality. Like, we're not WB superstars. Yeah. We're just 
So, like, I mean, I understand why people do it, and it's, I respect it, because it takes a lot of effort to hold up a character like that. But it's so much easier to just be yourself and just turn up your normal volume by, like, 10, which that's what I try to do, at least, and it kind of works, so. you Now, you talk about evolving your, like, brand. How long have you been on YouTube now? Uh, I started on YouTube when I was about 13. I didn't really take it seriously until mm-hmm. I was about six. like... I started doing like pick fed videos, which is like a, a lazy animation, I would say, honestly. Okay. And I, it really wasn't going anywhere because I didn't like showing my face on camera or anything. Yeah. But I got into like fitness and powerlifting and stuff. I made fitness videos. But then I was like, you know, I really like, I like lifting, but I don't feel like talking about it all the time because mm-hmm. it's just go to the gym and lift something and go home. Like, it's nothing deeper than that. Yeah. So now let me just talk about wrestling because it's something I know way too much about. So I might as well just express that to the internet and yeah so like I, probably when i started taking it seriously and started getting a little bit of connections here and there that's when stuff started to go up <laughs> yeah you talk about too being uh, heavily involved now in wrestling media and making a lot of wrestling youtube uh videos do you remember your first moment in wrestling that hooked you on to the sport uh actually i was like maybe like eight or something my dad asked me like do i want to watch like something cool i was like oh well, duh, yeah <laughs> So he turned on like Raw and it was just like Triple H and Cena before like 2008 uh, Night of Champions. So I was like, mm-hmm. I love Cena just because he's wearing like this like 8-bit t-shirt and like Triple H was just so freaking buff. I was like, whoa, he's huge. Mm-hmm. I love this. And I just kept watching it and watching it and it just became a weird obsession, honestly. Like, it's just weird. But it's just one of those things that uh, unless you are a wrestling fan, you're not really going to get why you love it. Mm-hmm. You just That's just how it's got to be for the rest of time. Isn't it weird, too, to come full circle to, like, watch these people you've been growing up and now to kind of be integrated into this wrestling community through, like, YouTube or interviews, like we said? Isn't it just a weird and surreal, like, experience? Yeah, it's crazy. Like like I was saying before, like, when a wrestler that you watch yeah. recognize you before you even recognize them sometimes, it's like, whoa, <laughs> Ooh, really? Because, like, I know, like, Chris Bay, for example, not saying, like, he recognized me first, Mm -hmm. but when I, like, try to just message him just out of, like, you know, like, being a fan, just saying, like, how I love his work, he said he loved my work. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What did I do? I'm not doing anything, but thank you. (laughs) Yeah, that's happened a few times to me, too, and I'm just like, what? Like, you, you you know me, and it's just, like, it's a weird thing, but, you know, you just keep evolving and keep growing your stuff. Absolutely. Now, in regards, though, to, like, future YouTube videos, you don't have to give us the full scoop, but can you give us a little tease or a little sneak peek on some videos you have planned to post? Uh, yeah. So I just did an interview today, we were just talking about before you hit record, uh, with a former Ring of Honor television champion. So that's gonna, that's gonna be fun. He was an interesting conversation. Um, after that, I got something coming up about a recent wrestler that just retired, uh, one Kylie Ray. Miss her very much. She was amazing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, cool to talk about with, uh, MLW coming up soon. So like, they have like their big restart coming up, I think next week or two weeks, something like that. So I, I want to talk about that because I love that promotion so much. Now, have you gotten your money back from Apollo Crews? <laughs> uh, unfortunately not. Like I, I said, like send me the cash out or something. <laughs> I just want some money. Like I just want some bread in my pocket. But for some reason, he deleted all the apps, apparently. So I, unfortunately, I don't. I didn't get that um, that dollar, which I really want. But it is what it is sometimes, you know? 
You gotta start a hashtag, dude. I'm sure we can get, like, a hashtag train going on to tag him. I think you should get your $10. You rightfully earned it. <laughs> I did that. Like, I should start charging interest. Like, I, it, he's gonna owe me 500 Oh my god, that's so funny. But no, seriously, you gotta start a hashtag train. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I might do that as soon as we're done with this, too. Now, earlier you mentioned someone who I wanted to ask you about. We got to talk about your friendship with your boy X3, because I've had him on the show before way earlier this year. But when did you two actually first meet, and how has it been working with him on multiple collabs now? Uh, I mean, he's a funny guy. Like, I got all love for him. Oh, same. Um, I think I just met him on, like, Twitter, just like mm-hmm. how I met him on Twitter. Um, I saw some of his stuff. I thought it was hilarious. And um, we met up one time in Chicago, going to, like, a couple wrestling shows. So we just did some claps from there and just kept in contact. And, I mean, he's definitely one of the main reasons that I joined Vibe because, like, you mm-hmm. know, him kind of helped me get in there, which is crazy. Like, the whole little full circle kind of thing. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I got nothing but love for the guy. He's a good dude. And, you know, speaking of X3, he's pretty much known for, not pretty much known, he's very well known for, like, his stupid shit people say. So what do you think <laughs> has been the stupidest thing you've ever seen someone in the wrestling community tweet that you can remember? Uh, I don't even, oh man, that's on the spot. Um, <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever heard anyone tweet that that gender was a horrible WWE champion because he was honestly the greatest WWE champion of all freaking time. To each their own, I say. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, though, to have differing opinions. No, at least, though, at least I love, though, the one thing I do like about the wrestling community is that there's people who you can have, like, a conversation with and, uh, like, agree to disagree, but have this, like, playful debate about. Um, So at least there's that, although some people do take it to the extremes. But I love that part, though, where you can, like, go back and forth and, you know, have a fun debate about wrestling, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like, it's always fun to see that kind of stuff. Now, something really cool, too, is I don't know if you're aware, but you have your own wiki page. And I was like, what? And it says that his charisma and likability has made him one of the most underrated wrestling YouTubers today. So what is your reaction to this and having your own wiki page, sir? Oh, I had a wiki page. That's crazy. Well, you did your information. You did, you did your research. I, I respect that. Um, uh, I mean, like, I agree. Shoot. I'll take it. That's a, that's a good compliment charismatic likable yeah damn right i am shoot <laughs> but um no i appreciate it like everyone always calls me underrated and like it, it's a cool thing to be known as but also like i'm not trying to be underrated i'm just trying to be on top yeah so i climb that ladder now who else though in the wrestling community it doesn't necessarily have to be on youtube who do you think is underrated or someone whose work you just enjoy a lot uh she doesn't post as often currently but uh indigo dietrich she's absolutely hilarious mm-hmm. i think all her content's great um she does a lot more tiktok stuff nowadays i mm-hmm. think but she's definitely the most underrated person i can think of i mean like there's also x3 like i think he's underrated too yeah informed youtube subscribers but uh those two definitely come to mind i mean my boy wyatt fan as much as i like to joke him, he's actually <laughs> underrated so. Yeah, those three definitely come to mind. See, Wyatt, you're getting some love, and shout out to Attitude Clothing. There you go, Wyatt. (laughs) Really good stuff, though. He's actually, like, as much as I love to clown him, he's actually really talented. Yeah, yeah, me and him came out with a a shirt. We collabed on a shirt, because we both have our own, like, clothing line slash merch, you know? And we we came up with a fun concept that we're probably going to re-release soon. But yeah, he's so talented, for sure. Now, in terms of, like, other collabs, do you have any dream collaborations that you hope to achieve one day? 
Uh, I mean, there's always the ones with like actual like W superstars mm-hmm. would be dope. But like, in terms of, like wrestling YouTubers, um, I've always wanted to do like a one on one video with uh, Brandon does everything. Yeah, it's been a t- I mean, I've had like a video with him before, but not like a like both of us collab. And I know he would do it. I kind of just have to ask at any point, but I have to think of an idea honestly. But besides him, I don't know. I've kind of worked with a lot of YouTube channels. Like I like I've worked with Wrestle Talk. I guess like the guys in Cultaholic would be kind of cool, or like if it has to be someone at Wrestle Talk I haven't collabed with, it would probably be like Adam Pacini because like he's like mm-hmm. the OG. Like I mean, like it doesn't get more famous on wrestling YouTube than Adam Pacini. Like to be honest, so probably him because I mean like where the views are is where the money is, and I don't, I'm all about my money. So <laughs> aren't we all? We're all trying to make it in this world right now. Oh my gosh, but but something too you you touched on it earlier. I was going to ask you how can you tell me more about your experience in reviewing the current NWA champion Nick Aldis? What was that like for you? Uh, at first, intimidating. I bet because he's very tall and very buff. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, he's a really nice guy. Like, I asked him, uh, well, I had an interaction with, like, Dave Lagana at first when he was, like, the VP of NWA, and he got me to, like, got to the point where I could go up to all this and just tell him, like, hey, I'm here to interview you. Um, I talked to Dave Lagana, blah, blah, blah. So uh, we went to the back, and he looked through some stuff trying to figure out, like, a background for the, the video, and I was trying to do that at first, but he's like, nah, I got this kid. I was like, okay. You do you, sir. But then he was like, let's go outside, actually. So then we go outside and just, like, film the whole thing. And he, he was just so nice about it. It was just like, it was like talking to, like, a teacher, almost. Like, it was very calm. And, he like, he was super nice. Like, I have nothing bad to say about the guy. One thing I would say is that I won his NWA World Heavyweight Championship badly. I am very, very aware of that. That was actually my next question. One of your biggest goals in wrestling is to capture the NWA championship. But what about this NWA title and the NWA in general? What captivates you about them the most? It's history. I mean, like, wrestling is built off of the NWA. Mm -hmm. Wrestling is built off that championship that Nick Aldis has. Like, I know the NWA isn't what it used to be, but, like, I'm trying to make it what it used to Mm -hmm. be. Like, I want to be one of those guys, like a Nick Aldis, like a Tim Storm, that are trying to rejuvenate, or even not even just the the men, but the women as well, like Thunder Rosa, and, like, people like that. Like, they're Mm -hmm. rejuvenating NWA to make it feel like it's one of the top wrestling promotions in the world, as it should be. And just to see, like, the lineage that comes with that championship and also being, like, African-American as well. Like, there's only been one African-American NWA champion yeah. that was during NA. So, like, I feel like I want to be, like, the first African-American to hold it during a time where it's purely NWA. And that's not to take credit away from, like, our truth because he did a great job. But also I want to do, like, under the NWA banner and no one else but the NWA. Fair enough. Very well Very well said. Now, do you have a background in athletics before we start to talk training? Do you have any background in athletics from growing up? I mean, yeah. I mean, I was like, you know, any other kid did a little YMCA soccer. But besides <laughs> that, like high school wrestling for a couple of years, oh. I was decent at it. I mean, I didn't lose, but also I wasn't like passionate about it. Yeah. Um, I think I've ever, I've always been into was uh, powerlifting. So that's not really as athletic. It's more it's just strength-based. Yeah. But, I mean, I've done a little boxing training here and there. That's something I really want to get into one day is to, like, actually have a real boxing match and not get knocked out, hopefully. But, you know, we'll see how that turns itself around. But uh, when it comes to athletic stuff, like, I've always been decently athletic, but always very strong. Now, I heard, too, you started training at MCW, correct? Yes, I just started a couple, about a month ago. Yeah, about a month ago. What has your experience been like starting to train again for the third time, at, but now at MCW? Oh, it is hard. 
wow. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I knew what I was getting myself into, but, like, you don't really know until, like, you're in the moment. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, like, it, in all respect to MCW, it is amazing. I appreciate it so much. Um, it's very cardio heavy. If you are, a, if you're bad at cardio, like myself, you, it's gonna be a little more difficult, right? Um, so running is always a key in the morning every single day until I feel like I'm in a cardio shape that I need to be in. And I don't think I'll ever be in perfect cardio shape, but yeah. I will keep trying until I'm there. But like, it's pretty much like being at the performance center. If you watch like the performance center, like training videos and yeah. stuff like that, dojo, like they train you as if you were going to get signed to WWE as if you were going to get signed to a big company. It's like, they make sure that they make stars. Like, if you look at their track record, I mean, like, you know, controversy aside, like Velveteen Dream, he's a top guy in NXT, regardless of what happens right now. Uh, Leo Rush, he's he was a top guy in NXT and was on Raw, etc. And he's killing all independence right now. Mm-hmm. Then you have guys like uh, Moses and Connor in Ring of Honor right now, absolutely killing it. They just beat EC3, like, a couple days ago. Like, their track record of making stars is up there. So, I mean, there's not a better place in the area for me as someone that wants to be a wrestler than to go to MCW where they literally make stars. Have you had to change your diet at all? I know you said you have a background in bodybuilding and stuff, but have you had to alter your diet at all to kind of conform to this now cardio-heavy work? A lot of more vegetables. A lot of more (laughs) vegetables. Um, like usually I've always eaten like, you know, a little helping serving here and there, but it was always more like protein and carb based because like to li- to be a really strong power lifter, you gotta have some mass on you. Now I'm looking for some abs. So it's kind of time to slim down a little bit. So it's kind of just like, I'm basically just shoving a bunch of broccoli in my yeah. face until I'm sick. So it's mainly just adding a bunch of vegetables. Like my diet's always been decent. It always could, you know, be better. Everyone's diet could always be better, but it's mainly just adding vegetables because, like, I was lacking it, not going to lie. So <laughs> it's just adding that kind of stuff. Oh, no, I get that. Vegetables are not my uh, favorite either. So I get that. Have, having to force it, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to do this, but you have to. Do what you got to do, though, dude, to keep grinding. And, you know, you're going to make it. I can't wait. I can't wait to, I see, to see and hear more of your journey on this. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, have you thought of any potential wrestling gimmick or character? Uh, you know, I think about that day by day. At, at one point, I wanted to do something, and I don't know if I'm still going to do it, like a Kanye West type of character. <laughs> Kanye West is a little controversial now, because all, you know, election stuff. But besides that, like, his whole Kanye-ness is quite hilarious to watch in moments. So, like, something like that always seemed interesting, or like a Floyd Mayweather type of character. They, those personality traits just seem so cool and you want to watch more of it because you kind of just need to see what else they're going to say so something along those lines are always cool i know like sometimes on youtube i have a lot of mannerisms that yeah look like leo rush and i'm like oh wait i don't want to take his gimmick that's like gimmick infringement i don't want that so i'm trying to i'm trying to make sure i don't accidentally steal his whole gimmick because i don't want to do that so i'm kind of leaning towards like a kanye west type of vibe if i were to pick like some sort of gimmick gimmick so uh, that's probably the main one. But I know there's definitely going to be more ideas down the line. Now, are we talking old Kanye or new Kanye? I'm talking about crazy Kanye. Okay. Like, he's, you know, he's, yeah, he says a lot of wild <laughs> stuff. You know, not the inappropriate stuff. He, that, <laughs> that can go. But like, just the kind of crazy wild stuff that he's always saying, like that. Because it makes you remember. It makes you think about yeah. it. Regardless if you like or hate the guy, he's on your mind. So 
I think that would be the best idea because, like, the goal is to keep people keep the keep yourself on other people's minds because that's going to result in merch, it result in ticket sales, mm-hmm. and that's going to result in a contract. And that's the goal of every wrestler is to get signed and make money and have a livelihood for their families one day. Now, would you continue forward with the Muscle Man Malcolm name, or do you think that you would have to change it? I think I'd have to change it, honestly. Like, I mean, I don't want to get rid of the name, but I feel like I'm going to have to. Yeah. Because unless I'm built like Brian Cage, which I'm not, and I don't think I'll ever be, that's not going to fly. Like, it just won't. <laughs> unless I look like Ryback or Bobby Lashley, yeah. which I don't, I, it's not going to work. So, like, I just keep Muscle Man Malcolm because, like, John Cena gave, the, gave me that name. Not really because I think I'm going to look like John Cena, because... <laughs> Nah. Uh, I mean, that works. But now, <laughs> lastly, you obviously have a very big appreciation and respect for wrestling. So is there any certain match in history that is either a favorite of yours or one you enjoy to study? Um, In terms of studying, I like to watch a lot of, like Booker T and Ricky Steamboat. Mm-hmm. Like, those guys are just so athletic, even though, like, I don't personally at my stage right now, I'm never going to be on that level. But hopefully one day, possibly. But a guy like Booker T or, like, just a lot of, like, bigger dudes. Like, I love watching, like, Vader or, like, Keith Lee recently, I guess, because that's, like, a more recent name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shane is one of them as well. Love that guy. Um, you know, just a lot of, like, like heavier set dudes or, like, bigger guys. Jeff Cobb is another one of them. Oh, I love Jeff Cobb. Yeah. So, so underrated. Like, I, oh, my I God. how athletic this man is. It's yeah. Crazy. Oh, man. But, like, a lot of, like, watching, like, heavy dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, not even, like, that just like just big dudes it's like it's weird to see because like a lot of them are doing these things that you don't expect a big guy mm-hmm. to do but like then you look back it's like okay well keith lee isn't the first guy to do it vader was doing this mm-hmm. too bam bam Blow was doing this too etc cetera, etc cetera. i'm like well you know it's, it's, it's no excuse to not be able to do that kind of stuff because a lot of these guys are much bigger and they can fly so yeah really they're, no, they're doing no stuff way. off the top rope oh i'm so glad i am such a big i always say jeff cobb is god because he like you said he's so versatile and even if he is a bigger guy he is able to do those high flying moves and move really fast despite yeah. his size and it's just so amazing and exhilarating to watch it really is like i don't understand what is in that man's diet but mm-hmm. i want to eat what he- Wow. <laughs> I know. And before I let you go, Malcolm, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social media? Oh, man. If you guys aren't already subscribed, <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, I need you to go to YouTube right now as we speak. Type in Muscle Man Malcolm. That's all one word. There is an extra L in my name. People assume that there is not an L after the O. There is. I promise it's, it's spelled like Malcolm in the middle. It's spelled like Malcolm X. It's the same name. <laughs> all one word. The greatest professional wrestling YouTuber of all time. You want to follow me on Twitter? It's Muscle. No, is it Malcolm Muscle? It's Malcolm Muscle. Follow me there. Instagram, the Muscle Man Mal. And TikTok, if you want, I don't post on TikTok, but it's Muscle Man Malcolm if you want to. You can see what kind of TikToks I like. They're all really stupid. So have fun with that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me today, Malcolm. It's been a pleasure. And hopefully, one day we can collab for something on your channel. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, for one, let me say thank you for having me on. Like, this is crazy. I didn't think I was going to be on this. <laughs> like, James and stuff up here. I'm like, pfft. I'm on the same level as a Mickey James right now. This is crazy. Dude, I've been watching you for years. Like <laughs> I like I re- I remember one of the first episodes I watched of yours was the diss track, but then I would love watching your uh like nicest wrestlers you've met and then like the meanest yeah. wrestlers you've met like uh, like years ago and it, I just like to go back and watch them cuz they're so entertaining. 
Yeah, I appreciate that. I get so much hate on like the meanest wrestlers. I'm like, God, that dude, I swear. I yeah. was just making a story. <laughs> yeah, but those those were the three that I remember watching first of yours years ago. But thank you so much again for joining me today, Malcolm. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.